Welcome to worship. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. And in the Psalms, we find the description of the good shepherd who watches over us. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house forever. Yes. Dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What a wonderful promise as the Good Shepherd watches over us. Welcome to worship this morning. Let us now sing his praises.
Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. When I tell my son his birth story, I tell him I looked like a pirate going in and a prize fighter when I left. Now, if you want to know more about that, ask me later. When my daughter <clears throat> hears her birth story, she hears how happy her dad was that I went into labor on a Sunday morning so he didn't have to preach. How the doctor who delivered her was out picking gooseberries that morning and had enough time to make gooseberry pies before he arrived at the hospital to bring her into the world. It was a long day. When Mary told Jesus his birth story, she told him that there were shepherds out in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night, when suddenly there appeared angels telling the good news of his birth in Bethlehem. It was shepherds who first came to see this great good news, this thing that God had done. What an amazing birth story. And Jesus carried that with him throughout his entire life. In ancient Israel, there were always those willing to be a shepherd for money, but it was difficult and demanding, 24 hour a day work. And those that were hired lacked the devotion of shepherds who actually owned their own sheep. In the time of Jesus, shepherds tended flocks of about 30 to up to 50 sheep so that during the day they could actually keep their distance from other flocks and not overrun and overeat the same pastures and overuse the same water sources. At night though, they would bring their flocks together and that way they could protect them from wolves and, and robbers. They would gather them into a cave in the hills. Some of the caves were large enough that they held more than 200 sheep with several shepherds who would work together. And they would block the front of the cave with stones, leaving just a narrow entrance, what they would call a gate, through which only one or two sheep could pass at a time. The shepherds would then lead the sheep into the fold and then take turns blocking the entrance so the other shepherds could sleep. The shepherd didn't just guard the gate, but stood in the entrance and actually became the gate. Jesus said, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. Now, apparently, sheep are pretty social. 
So by morning time, sheep from different flocks were all mixed together. No one knew which sheep belonged to who, to which shepherd. The shepherds would therefore take turns standing at the entrance and they would have a special whistle or call and they would make that sound in their own distinct way as they stood at the entrance. And each shepherd's sheep would recognize their call and come forward. As sheep passed through the narrow entrance, the shepherd would take care, would check each sheep to make sure they were well, to make sure they were unharmed, and to make sure none were missed. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. The beginning of the 10th chapter in the Gospel of John weaves together four simple stories about shepherds. It makes a much larger point about who Jesus is and why Jesus came. John first spells out who has the right to enter into the sheepfold. It's the one who goes in by the gate. Jesus says the gatekeeper recognizes him and opens the gate. And the sheep recognizes his voice. Those are the two ways you know this person has the right to enter into the sheepfold. <clears throat> but those who climb in by another way, those are thieves and robbers. robbers. But the shepherd calls his own by name and leads them out to good pasture. And next Jesus states that the shepherd brings out all of his own sheep because they know his voice. They, they recognize his call and follow him. But those who were listening to Jesus tell this didn't understand what he was trying to say. <clears throat> so Jesus said it clearly. I am the gate for the sheep leading to life. And then concludes with our scripture for today as Jesus continues, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. Now while this, now, while last, this year last year was really, was different. really different, in the previous, in the previous years, years we had, we an, impromptu had an impromptu nativity, nativity at our family, at our Christmas, family Christmas, Christmas Eve services, services, here. services here. And there's just and there's something, just something <clears throat> special, special about, about being, being chosen, chosen or being able to, being be, able Mary, to be Mary or, or Joseph. Joseph. Or it's really or it's cool really to cool put on, to put one, on those one of those wise men costumes, costumes carry, carry the gold, the gold or, frankincense or frankincense or myrrh. Or myrrh. 
Even the even angels, the angels are kindness, are kindness because you get to because you get have, to have a halo, a halo, and wings, wings, and shepherds. And shepherds. We have we have people lining people up, to, lining be up shepherds, to be shepherds, hoping, hoping that they'll get that to they'll hold, get to hold a, staff. a staff. But recruiting, but recruiting for, animals, for animals. Well, well, that's often that's difficult. Often difficult. Brad Wilcox, Brad Wilcox helping, helping with annual nativity, nativity production. production. When one of the, the, one little, of the girls little girls came to him, came and, to him and complained, I don't want to be, I a, don't sheep. Want to be a sheep. I want to be Mary. I Mary. When he asked, when he asked well, why don't you, why want, to don't you want to be a sheep? Because there are because so there are many, so many, of, many them, of them, she responded. responded. No one, no one will ever see ever me. See me. I, will see I will see you. I promised. promised. But do you ever do you feel, ever like, that feel like that little girl? How will, How I, will I be seen? Be seen? How will I be How seen, seen and known among, among all those other sheep? Other sheep? I mean, does God, I mean, does God know, know my deepest, my deepest need? need? When there are when so there many, are so many have so many needs. So many needs. Does Jesus, does really, Jesus know really know how I, how I hurt? How does Jesus, how does Jesus care, for care for and, and love each love of us each individually? individually? After all, After counting, all sheep counting sheep is something, is something we, do we do when we try to, clear, we try our to clear our minds, minds right? I mean, to forget, I mean, the, to day forget the day and fall asleep, we count one we count sheep after another. after another. Each one, each one just like the just other, like nameless, the other nameless, until we until drift, we drift off. off. But shepherding, but shepherding requires, requires a different, a different relationship, relationship with sheep. There's a, there's a, a, lovely, a story lovely story about an, about old, an shepherd old shepherd who says, who says don't count the sheep or else they thrive. He meant by this, meant that, by this that, that counting, that counting sheep, sheep turned each, turned each of, those, of those living, living unique animals, animals into just, into an, just abstraction. an abstraction, a symbol, a symbol of, a sheep. of a sheep, making each, making one, each one like the next like one. The next one. In this, way, In this way, we could begin, we to, could lose begin to lose sight of them individual, individual sheep. Fail to, fail notice, to notice whether they look healthy, 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 act normal. Act normal and whether they, and whether were, they becoming were becoming their best, best sheep selves. selves. They were they just, were a, number. just a number. Jesus and Jesus his listeners, listeners knew, knew that, the good, that the good shepherd is alert, is alert and, responsive, and responsive and attentive, and attentive to, the to the details in the lives of, lives of each individual, individual sheep. sheep. Like the good like shepherd, the good in, shepherd Psalm in Psalm 23. Watching out, watching for, their out well for their well-being, working, working hours, hours to ensure, not that they, not just, that survive, they just survive, but that they, but thrive. That they thrive. As each as answers, each the, answers call the, the call of the shepherd, he names, he them. names he knows them. them, he knows them, and they know, and they him. know him. Jesus said, Jesus the, relationship said the relationship is like this, is like this. Just, as just as God, God the, Father, the Father, knows me, knows me. and I know the and Father. I know the Father. So I know so my I own. know my own, and my own, and my own know me, know me. We don't have to, we don't worry, have to that worry that no one, that no one see us, see us, because Jesus, because Jesus says, I see, I see you, I know, I know you. And so we continue, and so we continue with, with verse, fifteen, verse fifteen as we read, as we read, and I lay my life down for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also. And they will listen to my voice. 
So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Truly, we belong to Jesus. He's not a hireling. He doesn't run when we're threatened with danger, but he lays down his life for us. The good shepherd is willing to lay down his life for us and rise again so that we might have eternal life. The crucifixion and resurrection are bound tightly together because Jesus is not powerless. He lays down his life freely in order that he may take it up again. But Jesus said, I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. Well, that would be us, at least to begin with us, non-Jewish people. In the 15th chapter of Matthew, a Canaanite woman comes to Jesus, begging him to heal her daughter. And here's Jesus' response in Matthew 15, verse 24. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. Only. That's the only sheep Jesus was sent to shepherd. But this Canaanite woman, this non-Jewish Gentile woman didn't stop. And because of her faithfulness, Jesus granted her request and her daughter was healed. He has sheep that do not belong to this fold. For 40 days after the resurrection, Jesus appeared among his followers. He taught them and ate with them, preparing them for the time of his ascension and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Jesus called his first disciples to leave their nets behind and he would teach them how to fish for people. Peter was <clears throat> one of those disciples that dropped his nets and followed Jesus. After the resurrection, Jesus sat on the seashore with Peter and in the 21st chapter of John, we read of their encounter as Jesus said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my lambs. And then Jesus asked the same thing again. And Peter answered the same. And Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time, Jesus asked the same question again. And Peter was hurt and said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Jesus then went on to tell Peter the manner in which he would die and so glorify God. Then Jesus said to him, follow me. Jesus did know all things, and that's why he called Peter to be a shepherd. And what does a good shepherd do? Lays down his life for the sheep. To take up our cross and follow Jesus 
is to become like the good shepherd, to care for and to feed his sheep, the ones he knows by name. There was a, a sheep farmer in India who had a big problem. His neighbor's dogs were killing his sheep. It got so bad, he knew he had to do something. So he examined his options. First, he could have brought a lawsuit and taken his neighbor to court. Second, he could have built stronger fences so the dogs couldn't get in. But he had a better idea. He gave some lambs to his neighbor's children. And when those lambs began to multiply and their little flocks began to develop, the neighbors tied up the dogs and his problems were over. More than that, he began to care about sheep. Jesus gave Peter some little lambs to watch over, some sheep to care about. In this post-resurrection season, we are reminded that we follow a risen Savior. We are called not only to fish for people, but to care for, to feed the sheep of the Good Shepherd, not as a hireling, but as the Good Shepherd does. Because Jesus first loved us, we can love. Because he knows us by name, because he knows our birth story, we belong to him. And so we can care about each sheep of the fold and take up our cross to follow the Good Shepherd wherever he leads us. Amen.
Let us pray. O oh, gracious God, we come before you in prayer. Why we think we don't need you every moment, I'll never know. Why we even try to do things on our own without you is such a waste. Forgive us, O oh God, for being such slow learners and being so stubborn and so independent. But you, O oh God, are gracious, patient, and kind. You wait and you watch and you come running to our rescue when we're lost, even when we won't admit it and even when we don't know it. You are the good shepherd. You lead us to still waters. You restore our souls. We thank you, O oh God, for the faith you've given us that has made us alive, that fills us with joy and hope and love. We cling to that faith now, Lord. It's what keeps us alive. We pray for our church. We grieve for what we've lost. Our desire is to keep seeking you to help us be a community of faith that trusts and respects one another and gives each one of us the room to learn and grow and become more and more like Jesus all the time. Forgive our sins. Forgive our pride and self-centeredness. Help us to find new life in you. We lift up in prayer all those who yearn for your healing. We pray for all who are living with cancer and just want to be well. Help them endure, Lord. Help them to get through the treatments and to not give up. Give them many good days ahead. Heal them of cancer and heal the stress and anxiety they carry. Thank you for answered prayer and for moments filled with love and laughter along the way. Thank you for family and friends who make the journey with us and the church that makes the journey with us as well. We lift up Brant, keep him strong. We pray for those with broken bones that need to heal properly. We pray for patience while the healing comes. We especially lift up Mike Emmerich, who had surgery on Friday for a broken ankle. Give him peace of mind and rest and hope for a speedy recovery. We also lift up Caden, who is awaiting a doctor's appointment on Monday. We pray for good results and for his healing. We pray for those dealing with serious pain. We pray for relief. We pray for Andy as he undergoes an MRI. We pray for good results and the knowledge gained to provide the best care. We pray for those who are facing what seems to us to be their worst days. Help them see you. Reassure them and reassure us that we are not alone. Help us to see how we can be there for those folks we know that are going through tough times.
for us to listen and to be able to bear their hurt with them. All these prayers we lift up to you in the name of Christ Jesus, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Receive now this blessing from Hebrews, the 13th chapter. Now may the God of peace, who brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, make you complete in everything good, so that you may do his will, working among us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> 